0: ladies and welcome back to the Urban Christian Woman podcast. We are currently in our series Rhythm and Soul Spiritual Disciplines for the Christian Woman's Life. Uh, You ladies know that we have been on a journey as we go into the 2022 year. The Lord has really just laid on our hearts, um, to invite you all uh, with us in the journey mm-hmm. of uh, focusing on a spiritual, just one spiritual discipline um, to go into the new year to really be intentional and to focus on. And so as we've been going through uh, what what did we start off with Leah? We started off with silence solitude. and solitude. We've jumped into prayer and mm-hmm. fasting. And here we are today, and we are going to be focusing on Bible, Bible intake,
1: Bible intake, Bible intake, Bible and reading, Bible study, Bible
0: intake, all the things about the Bible. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, the spiritual disciplines are really meant to be. Built and they are created for the practice of communion with God, and communion with God roots itself in the character of God. And so, as we practice these spiritual disciplines, we're knowing more about God, but we're also um, being conformed as a, a means, a means of being conformed into the likeness of Christ. Mm-hmm. And in that pursuit, cultivating mm-hmm. godliness. So, the spiritual practice today is Bible intake. Leah, how is Bible intake defined yeah. for our listeners today?
1: Right. So, we're talk- when we're talking about Bible intake, we're talking about the practice of reading. Studying, memorizing, and meditating on God's word for the po- for the desired goal of experiencing and encountering God. Um, and so, yeah. So, what? So, what are we talking about when we talk about Bible intake? Uh, we're we're doing Bible reading for knowing God. Uh, experiencing him in his word uh, and then for knowing the story of God, right? The Bible Mm -hmm. is ultimately a story about God, not us, Mm -hmm. right? It gives us a a view of who he is and his characteristic and how we uh, participate in ultimately his great story. Um, And then Bible reading is also fruitful for knowing, understanding and being transformed, right? God's word ultimately does transform us and make us into his likeness
0: right and romans 12 1 through 2 calls us to yeah. that right it is be not conformed to the patterns of this world but be transformed, transformed yeah. by the renewing of your mind how do we uh, become transformed by the renewing of our mind is through the word That's of right. God yeah. so so Bible reading is for knowing, understanding, and to be transformed mm-hmm. um, in our lives right, and some some can find that mundane um, but we're going to dig into that a little bit later, and then of course Bible reading is mm-hmm. for the other, right yeah. like Leah and I were talking about this the two commands that uh, all the law hangs on. Number one is loving the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Mm -hmm. And then the other is loving our neighbor as we love ourselves. So Bible reading is not just for knowing and loving and experiencing God. But it's also for knowing and loving how to love, how to know, and how to walk with the other who is our neighbor, right? right? Right. And so um, the Bible Bible reading is for that. And then Bible reading is for meditation. Mm -hmm. We see that, right, in Philippians 4, 6 through 8. I'm going to turn there real quick because I just want to read it verbatim. But it's for uh, meditation. It says, Do not worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which passes all understanding will guard your heart and minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, this is the key verse. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any moral excellence and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. And then verse nine says, do what you have learned and received and heard from me. And seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. So we Mm -hmm. see How do we find out the things that are true, the things that are honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, uh, excellent, moral, excellent and praiseworthy? Where do we find those things? We find them in Bible reading and in the truth of God's word. And of course, we read the Bible for the truth,
1: to know God's truth and Mm -hmm. to know it in a way that uh, is transformative both for us and for like you said how we love our neighbors right and mm-hmm. so we know this common quote that the heart cannot love what the mind does not know and so we need to know God in order to love him more deeply mm-hmm. um, and we know him through his word
0: and girl I, as you were talking too it just came to me in real time like um know the truth and the truth will set you, set free. you free so Bible, y'all want to get set
1: free Read your Bibles. Bible reading it, uh for Who the Who wants truth? to get set free in 2022? Come on now. Someone has been struggling with some straight yokes. If you're getting this word, he gonna set show set you
0: mm-hmm. how to be set. How free. to be set
1: free. Come yes. on now,
0: hunting. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Uh, what is the posture for Bible intake? We t- we've we talked about a posture in each podcast. Mm-hmm. The last one, I believe, was rooted in submission for prayer and fasting. Yeah. What is the posture for Bible intake, Leah?
1: Yeah, it ultimately is a posture of humility, right? We're submitting ourselves to uh, God's word and we're taking a humble posture of learning, applying, um, taking in... What God has to say as instruction for us, right? Mm -hmm. So it ultimately is a posture of humility um, to be instructed, to receive, to hear from the Lord through His Word. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, so we see this, uh, we see Bible reading, Bible intake modeled uh, by Christ ultimately, right? In Matthew 4, you have that Tashima? Yeah, Matthew 4. Um, and four, and it says, and he
0: being Jesus answered, it is written. Every time you hear it, it is written. He's modeling that Bible intake. Man must not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. And so the words that come from the mouth of God are written in the word of God. Mm-hmm. So we see Christ Modeling this. And then, of course, in the gospels, particularly in Matthew and Mark, uh, we see Jesus also modeling Bible intake through correcting misinterpretation and misuse of text and right. scripture right. Um, by using mm-hmm. and articulating rightly mm-hmm. the scriptures and Leah you mm-hmm. were just you went straight off the dome and were able to sort of say well yeah. how does, he, how does yeah. Jesus say it? Jesus
1: speaks to the Pharisees you know that you've heard that it is said you know to love those who love you but i say love your enemies right pray for mm-hmm. those who persecute you like you he, he goes often you have heard that it is said but i say to you mm-hmm. and i believe that a lot of that comes right up on the front end of where he uh jesus talks through the beatitudes as well mm-hmm. because it's breaking down Uh, these misinterpretations of the Torah or the Levitical law Mm -hmm. that the Pharisees were following, thought they were, thought they were following to a T T Mm -hmm. because they were taking in these, uh, these, these scriptures. Yeah. But it was in a uh, self, it was out of a self-righteous posture, Mm -hmm. not a posture of humility. Okay. Which, which when you're
0: leaning into a self-righteous posture, you are not able to see clearly, right? You're looking like just like John, not a reflective of his heart. That's right, and you know John O talks about this in Windows and mm-hmm. Mirrors. He says we look through to to God's word and look through God's word, mm-hmm. right, like a window and not through a mirror. Mm-hmm. And so the Pharisees were posturing themselves. Through a mirror mm-hmm. versus a window. Yeah. And so yeah, that's, yeah, right. that's, that's the right. story yeah, the story of God points us towards looking at him. Yeah. So what do we Common see? Common hindrances. Common hindrances to this discipline, yeah. baby girl. Mm-hmm. Let's lock into this busyness for five seconds. Oh okay. My Lord. <laughs> okay. Let's lock into busyness because yeah. you know, um, mm-hmm. in my years mm. of walking with people and in my own life of being walked with.
1: Talk to us about it, girl.
0: You know, when my when my sister's in the Lord and when my <laughs> disciple would say like, oh man, like, how has God been speaking to you in his word? I remember this in those, in those baby years of walking mm-hmm. with Jesus. I'd be like, you know what? Well, it's just so hard. That was my friend. It's so hard to find time. It's just so hard to find time. And they they would look at me like I was crazy. My my first disciple, she she would be in our accountability group like, oh, okay. <laughs> she just with that 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 pause of right. oh, oh, okay. Okay. Uh that meant you know you ain't got no heart for mm-hmm. reading this word right now. Right. You know, and, and her prayer time would be, Lord, give us a hunger give for you. Give us a
1: hunger. For you
0: and your word, right? right? And like, hmm, because
1: I think close. we talked about this last time with prayer and fasting. Like, you're going to prioritize come on. what is valuable. Come on. Right? And hmm. so, but nobody wants to hear that because you don't no want another Christian that. telling you as a Christian sister, oh, the word's not valuable to you. Right. I'm like, of course it is. It's, it's God's word. Right. I'm a Christian. I'm just so busy. But.
0: Roll it back. Right. And also roll it back to just what Jesus said in Matthew 4 4 mm-hmm. that you cannot live on bread alone, but yeah. by every word that proceeds right. from the mouth of God. Because the word mm-hmm. is what sustains and keeps right. and strengthens the soul. Yeah. Okay, come yeah. on now. Yep. So busyness is a hindrance. Next is insecurity and a lack of biblical literacy, mm-hmm. right? It can be a hindrance, I think, for those who have not been uh, discipled, Mm -hmm. walked with, or even if there's a culture within their local church Mm -hmm. to encourage or to equip the Mm -hmm. everyday believer with how to study the Bible. I see this so much when somebody comes to faith in Christ, Mm -hmm. everybody just assumes, okay, well, you should be able to read the word and Mm -hmm. just read it. But I think oftentimes there's not a pursuit of that because they're like, Well, how do I know how? if I am yeah. reading the Bible correctly? Uh-huh. And so there is this intimidation, yeah. this insecurity, and uh, towards a lack of biblical literacy mm-hmm. that hinders the believer from uh intaking the Bible.
1: Mm-hmm. And then, Leah, talk about this next one, yeah. So <laughs> A real life hindrance. A real life, a real life, hindrance life barrier. But we'll talk about it. Laziness, mm, fam. Mm. Just being lazy. Just straight stone cold laziness. Straight stone cold laziness. The godly word is slothfulness. Yes, sir. let me let me let me sprinkle some holiness on it. Sprinkle holiness on laziness, and you got slothfulness. <laughs> but legit, like, just sometimes you just don't want to put in the effort yeah to make the growth the spiritual growth happen because it is effort fam it's effort and i specifically remember as a college student Coming across this passage in Proverbs 13 4. Uh-huh. You want me um, to read it? Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell it to you off the top of my head. Okay. And you tell me how right I am or how wrong I am. Okay. Come the on. Soul, because it was em- modeling it, Bible memorization. we'll talk about that. It later. was embodied to me because it impacted me so deeply. But the proverb says that the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, but the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Come on!
0: I had to shout right in the mic. (laughs) That is verbatim, sis. That's how deep it was embedded in your That's So you meditated deep on that thing. It was embedded. You meditated on that thing. And he revealed some things. I, what
1: did he reveal to you? I could tell you literally at the time that I was like, I want to grow in God's word. I want to grow as a Christian. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I wasn't waking up, putting forth the effort. I wasn't carving out time. And the Lord, in his kindness, showed me that passage, showed me that verse. And it was like, boom. It was just like an illumination Mm. of, Mm. I can, I can crave this, but if I'm sluggish, Mm -hmm. if I'm slothful, Mm -hmm. if I'm lazy, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'll crave and get nothing. Yeah. He said, he said, come on and confess that sin. But if I turn towards diligence and diligence is just literally just that faithful practice, faithful practice, then the soul, it says the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. And some other translations say is fat. And that fatness is uh, biblically, historically, right? Like, Kings were fat because they had so much abundance. It was a sign Mm -hmm. of wealth and riches Mm -hmm. uh, because Mm -hmm. you had Mm -hmm. the the resources to be able to feast greatly um, instead of just meager rations. And so that richness, that fatness is a sign of just a a deep and wealthy supply of Mm -hmm. what you need. And Mm -hmm. so the Bible is literally saying that the soul of the diligent, Mm -hmm. the one who, who diligently pursues that Bible intake uh consistently will be richly supplied mm-hmm. um and mm-hmm. so it was a, it was just a straight revelation to me of like i could be lazy and not get what i want mm-hmm. or i could be diligent and get what i want plus a rich return mm. on that. And so that was super mm. convicting for me. Um, and I just, I felt like I needed to share it to just be like ladies. Facts. That's big facts. Diligence.
0: Yeah, the laziness is something that... um we don't like to talk about. You know, you're like
1: I want to grow. Yeah, people, well, I want this, but but but. Well, we can talk just...
0: about sexual immorality and a whole bunch of other things, mm-hmm. but the, these things, this sin thing right here, yes. this is the stuff that I hinder you right. from experiencing mm-hmm. the fullness and all that the Lord has for you in right. your Christian life. Right, right. The, these little, these little things, the little foxes, the little foxes, the little, little fox. Come on now. Ladies, if you're enjoying the ministry and content of the Urban Christian Woman, would you take a minute to write a review and give us a rating on iTunes? Our goal is to get truth into the hands of urban women. You can help us by leaving even a one sentence review and some stars. This simple act will help increase our visibility for more women to find this podcast and resources to help equip them in their everyday lives.
1: So girl, what you waiting for? Just go ahead and do it right now. And if you haven't yet, join our community on social media. You can find us on Instagram at The Urban Christian Woman, Facebook, The Urban Christian Woman, and on our website. Which is the urbanchristianwoman.com. Lastly,
0: a, a hindrance that we had to talk about was, mm-hmm. was just. Um, Bible reading that has been weaponized yeah. to cause hurt in the mm-hmm. life of
1: those hurt, oppression, abuse, uh-huh. any type of harm. Uh uh-huh. yeah. huh. Uh
0: huh. Uh I know in the in the um, black community, mm-hmm. you know, um, there is a lot that's rising up, and people are turning away, um, and mainly because of the hurt, because of the abuse. When you find out. About you know the 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 slave Bible that uh, white oppressors were are using um, straight omitting whole omitting passages. Omitting whole so that passages. that the Bible could be chapters, used as a tool of oppression. As oppression. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now you got people going in another direction. Be like the Bible was written by white people, and it's a white man's religion. All this right, other right. stuff, and so it's been it's used, swinging into
1: that falsehood. It's yeah. been
0: weaponized mm-hmm. and swinging into falsehood. Exactly. And so I I know that that feels a little heavy. And yes, it is it heavy. Is. And sit it there, That's even right. for women too. That's right. Even if you're not a a a, a black person or a, a Latina sister or anyone or any other person of color, you just a woman. Mm-hmm. We see how uh, it the Bible has been weaponized against women. Oh yeah, you know. Um, and so, where do our hearts need to be drawn back mm-hmm. towards a remembrance? Mm-hmm. What is what What do we need to remember as we're doing well, Bible
1: anti? It's trusting God's character, first of all, which is, it feels sort of like um, a leap because you're like, okay, the Bible is this thing that has harmed me or that has been used to harm me. Mm -hmm. How do I go to the Bible to find that salve to heal, right? Mm -hmm. How do I go to the very thing that was used to harm me to find healing? Mm -hmm. And that's just how intricate it it can be at times for people. Mm -hmm. But you, in community, and this is why I think community is so essential, Mm -hmm. you will find women that can point you to the truth of God's character and who he really is revealed in the word. And you'll begin to see that those things that were weaponized against you from God's word were misinterpretations, lies, and falsehood. Come on, Matthew 4. Satan literally using God's word to lie buttons. to Jesus,
0: teach us, okay? Teach us.
1: And how did Jesus reply? It is written, right? It is written. He was the very embodiment of the word. And so he knew the right use and manifestation of the word to combat the lies of the enemy harnessed in the word. So it's just crazy, y'all, because I'm like, i I find it hard to encourage my sisters, but it's necessary that you will go to God's Word and find the truth of who He is and discover that everything that was weaponized against you was a false and 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 wicked misinterpretation mm-hmm. of the very word that will that will be used by the Spirit to heal and restore you. That's all I gotta say on that.
0: The church the doors of the church are now open. <laughs> But <laughs> as as the black saints be saying, the doors of the church are now open.
1: Okay, it's so real. Though. It's
0: so real, and that applies in the con- that communal context mm-hmm. to point your heart to what is true. Mm-hmm. That's whether it's the hindrance of busyness, mm-hmm. whether it's your inadequacy mm-hmm. or your insecurity um, towards biblical literacy, or whether it's your laziness. Mm-hmm. In community, they can just they lovingly you lovingly can just say like yeah. listen you're you're just choosing to be slothful and there's yeah. a lack of diligence and so com- that's why community is so necessary mm-hmm. um and, and and it's about the heart it's yeah. about the heart so talk to us about actions cuz we there already right. i mean we talking about practice yeah. how do we practice how do we practically like allen iverson yeah. we talking about practice <laughs> how do we practice Bible reading um mm-hmm. and built
1: this habit in our lives. Yeah. Well Toshiba, you and I were talking about how like it's sort of all all of these spiritual disciplines in order to apply them begins with this inventory, right? Amen. Let's do an inventory. So you what are we inventorying win. to like really yeah. get a grip on a practice you or a, to, a discipline? Let me tell Bible you right now. Intake.
0: Let me tell you right now, baby. You mm-hmm. got to inventory your time. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. your time. It, that's it. Always boils down to time. Which People attacks think that back greatest what you were accent, saying yeah. is
1: the about the busyness. Yeah, let's really evaluate where the busyness is.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Evaluate where the busyness is, and evaluate where your time is going. Yeah, where is your time going? Mm-hmm. Um, and what and then once you identify where your time is going mm-hmm. the second thing is what is the best time mhm 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 mm-hmm. and then once you identify that best time Man, share it with the sister and a friend. Like, yo, like these are my hindrances. Yeah. This is where I'm having the busyness blocks. This is where I'm being aff- you know, all of those things. And this is really the best time for me. You know, mm-hmm. Leah and I talk a lot about that when we do our daily check-ins. I'll I'll let her know, like, oh yeah, like that more I look I enjoy reading God's word in the morning, mm-hmm. but my study time has to be around that noon time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just at my peak. Mm-hmm. Um, and so no. Number one is an inventory of time. And then the second one, the second step of practice is what? Starting small. How do we start small by doing this? Um, One is start small by identifying, do you just need to start with the practice of Bible reading? Mm -hmm. The cultivation of Bible reading? Or do you need to start with Bible study? I think that they- Talk to us about- The difference. Yeah, the difference is literally that Bible reading is literally just reading to hear the word articulated, yeah. you're exploring it, you're hearing it in, internalized in your heart and mind. And there may be a word that sticks out, there may be a phrase that sticks out that can lead you into the Holy Spirit inviting you to study that mm-hmm. because the Holy Spirit is revealing, that, there's the Holy Spirit in Revelation, mm-hmm. right? Revealing where he's guiding you to study.
1: Yeah.
0: And study is a little bit more in depth, okay? Because we were talking about this. Bible study takes a bit more critical thinking. You're going to need some paper mm-hmm. and a pen, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. And you're going to need to be looking at some geography, right. some history, some context. Yeah. You're looking at grammar. You're looking at, you know, um, you're looking at um, uh, the, the context of context, where the, the, yeah. the things are taking place. You're asking questions. You're doing observations. So there's yeah. a bit more in depth with that. But what I would say about these, thi- these things, I personally think that they need to be coupled together. Yeah. Some people will say just do the Bible reading. But I would say, do the Bible reading and see how the Holy Spirit um, is leading you towards a phrase, a verse, a word. Mm-hmm. And then bring that out at least once a week in in-depth Bible study. Mm-hmm. And the analogy that I give is that Bible reading is like an Instapot. Mm-hmm. You can put that time on there for about 15 minutes and you can read mm-hmm. and you're going to have something to eat. Mm-hmm. Okay? But, The crock
1: pot... Come on now.
0: The crock pot... Tell us about the crock pot. And I really wanted to use the Dutch oven, personally, because I'm Southern like that. But... You know, the, cast iron, cast iron Dutch pot, baby. But the crock pot will actually allow you to. It brings out and extracts all the flavor, mm-hmm. all the seasoning, mm-hmm. the bay leaves, the carrots, the celery, like a pot roast. Come on now, in mm-hmm. here, somebody. Mm-hmm. And so that's what Bible study does. It's the seasonings. The context is a seasoning. Mm-hmm. The geography is a seasoning. Mm-hmm. The 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 grammar is a seasoning. Mm-hmm. That allows you to slow cook (laughs) for about either four hours or eight hours and slow cook, okay? So that when you extract that thing, it's tender Mm -hmm. and you are savoring. It's It's a feast. It's a feast, baby. It's a feast. So start small by Bible reading and Bible study. I get excited about that. And then. I would also say start small by identifying your reading plan. Many of you ladies uh, probably have used YouVersion Mm -hmm. or the Dwell Bible app. Leah and I love the Dwell Bible app. Be looking out for a giveaway, Christmas, a huge Christmas giveaway that we're doing with Dwell. But I will tell you that you want to identify your reading plan. Mm -hmm. And Leah's going to talk about, we're talking about this in the next episode about journaling and learning, but... I will tell you, you got to identify your plan. Because if you ain't got no plan, mm-hmm. if you if you plan to fail, you're going to fail to plan. Okay? I think it's the other way around. Yeah. Fail to plan, plan to fail. There you go. There it is. There it is. Come back to me now. <laughs> so, you know, you got to identify your reading plan. There's some great ones. You can do a chronological. Yeah. Just print it out and it goes by day. Um, there's tons of them. But do some time. Start small and, and do that. And then um, we talked about as well with, with the Bible study study the Bible, reading those specific words, those phrases. The other thing that I would say is your Bible reading leads to bi- can lead you into Bible study. Well, Bible study can lead you into your Bible memorization. That's that good. verse that really sticks mm-hmm. out. That the Holy Spirit, that phrase that's sticking out, that verse that He's inviting you to meditate on, um, and Bible memorization and Bible meditation are coupled together. They yeah. go hand in hand. That's good. And so. I know those of you who have some legalism attached to Bible memorization, but what I would say... You know, you gotta work through yeah. it, and also understand that Bible memorization is a beautiful thing because when you can't open your Bible, that's right. You got that in your soul, and the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit can really allow you to savor it some more, like that yeah. Crop pot.
1: Yeah, a lot of us have experienced just baggage around Bible memorization because it was done so rigidly, just rigidly. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm one of those people. My I mama used to say, "We used to have to say our verse right yeah.
0: before dinner time." Yeah. I love you, mom and dad. You used to have to say your <laughs> verse. you have one every week it wasn't a
1: joke but it it was not yeah and it wasn't maybe that enjoyable at the time Uh but you know no matter what our parents did like it was flawed you know what I'm saying nobody's perfect they're human but I'm gonna tell you right now the essence
0: of it oh my goodness it's good let me tell you something so valuable Advent right I was just thinking about one of the verses that I learned when I was about eight years old Isaiah 61 arise and shine for the light has come it still comes back yeah there you go. It don't return void. Yeah. And then we need to practice. <laughs> practice it in an embodied
1: way. Yes. Practice it in an embodied way. What are we doing to apply God's word? What are we doing To uh, rightly apply God's word Mm -hmm. and come away from this space where the word has been misinterpreted, misspoken, Mm -hmm. which leads to this lack of proper, either lack of proper application or just a whole orthopraxy, a whole uh, you know, sweet by and by. Come on now, like total lack no application whatsoever either right. poor application or no application you said it's the gospel for today or is it just is for it a hope for right now
0: come on now it is he and so,
1: up. when we when we embody uh-huh. the words that we're when you're when you take away from your Bible reading yes. in the morning and say, "Okay, Lord, let me just think on this today," mm. and then Holy Spirit, bring me into a moment where I can actually you, walk that out, Amen. apply that, Amen. speak that word of Amen. encouragement, act in obedience towards my coworkers or my children, and mm. and mm. how can I apply this mm-hmm. in an embodied communal way today? Amen. And that's the fruit of it, right? Amen. And then you know when we, we when we, when we have these sweet times sweet. when you actually do draw yourself into this practice and this spiritual discipline mm-hmm. and you're richly dwelling in God's word in the morning or in the mid-afternoon or whatever then we got the whole shock of reentry <laughs> we've been talking about reentry <laughs> talk about this reentry it's so real the reentry being you don't want to you don't want to get up because maybe you under a blanket, too. You don't want to get up. You got your
0: coffee. You got your candle. You know, you got your Bible, your pen, your paper. It's and, good. And, it, and
1: it's hard. But and, and Toshiba, you were talking about the other elements of interruptions oh. Oh my in goodness. Bible time. Listen,
0: y'all, let me tell y'all, when my kids were younger, they would run down them stairs and I was in the presence <laughs> of the Lord. I mean, he was speaking. I was like in, in I was in there. Okay. I was in the throne room, <laughs> the Holy of Holies. I'm telling you. And my kids would come in and when I would have to say, you know what? Good morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, how you doing? Greet them warmly. Yep. And. And mommy is still spending mm-hmm. time with the Lord. You can grab a book. You can grab your crayons. I used to have a little basket over there.
1: And okay. then you can come
0: sit by me. Come on, preparation. Come on, you can grab some color. You, you, but mommy is gonna spend time mm-hmm. with the Lord, okay? And they would, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it started off a little ro- rocky, and you know, had to mm-hmm. redirect a couple of times. But they got the hang of it, mm-hmm. where they were not interrupt. To the point now, I mean, my kids—they see me and they'd be like, "Oh, she, she <laughs> in there? Let me just go back <laughs> else <laughs> Yep.
1: Because I ain't going to get what I want from her. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. So, <laughs> it takes time. It takes pra- It takes practice. practice. Yep. But um, you can build, as you're building that habit for yourself, you can build that habit for those in your household as well to be able to honor that space. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then, you know, lastly, just the the, um the coming out of that, like it's important for us to remember to stay humble, right? To avoid uh, slipping into this haughty and prideful heart because I didn't bend with the Lord. I got my verse and now I'm going to chuck that verse to somebody else uh, loving lovelessly uh, in rebuke in a, in a loveless rebuke uh-huh. <laughs> that's not how God wants us this to. is the
0: word for you no right. the Holy Spirit <laughs> make you in your time let Him deal with you first
1: yeah and just that remembering like even the Pharisees used God's word in a haughty and prideful way mm-hmm. and so we don't want to come away from a good thing Bible intake with this Pharisaical heart and so just remembering to ask God keep us humble mm-hmm. don't just be throwing it in a way that creates more yokes mm-hmm. like let's let's use the word that set us free to set others free come on come on come on come on and pray for us to
0: father we just thank you and we praise you for the joy and the fruit of bible intake we thank you for your word we thank you that it is life Uh, to our body and strength to our bones Mm -hmm. and so father i pray that uh for the sister who is listening today who just struggles with her bible intake we pray that uh you would just uh uh, allow her to humble herself under your mighty hand Mm -hmm. and father as she humbles herself father that you would give her a hunger and that she would just um, identify and take inventory and start small and, uh, practice, uh, the embodiment of just reading your word and God, that it would grow into this beautiful, beautiful time with you. And so, um, God, we thank you for your word. And we pray that, uh, this, this, uh, this podcast of Bible intake will bless those who hear it for the glory of your name. We pray. Amen. Have a blessed day, ladies.